0: This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, brought to you by the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. Thank you to our sponsor, 223 Agency, a digital relations firm helping you maximize and develop your digital footprint. Check them out on the web at 223agency.com. Without further ado, enjoy this episode of the Tallahassee Business Podcast. Well, hello, everybody. This is Sue Dick, President of the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce. So excited for our weekly podcast. Thrilled to have Christique Henry with us. Christique, thanks for being with
1: us. So glad to be here. So glad to be here.
0: Well, thank you. Lots going on. You and I seem to be running into each other at a lot of um, community meetings, uh, business meetings, and I, I'm excited. We learn a little bit more about you and what you're doing with some of your enterprises. So maybe to let our listeners learn a little bit more about you, maybe tell us a little bit about your personal and your professional
1: background. Okay. Well, I hail from Central Florida. I graduated from Lakeland High School in Lakeland, Florida, where I was raised most of my formative years. If you can believe, I actually was born and spent my partial preschool, and um, early uh, schooling in Detroit, Michigan. And so I moved down to Lakeland with my mother and father, and that's where all of our family were in the South. And, um, you know, matriculated through the schools in Polk County and graduated from the Lakeland Senior High School um, in 1994. And right after two weeks, two to three weeks after I graduated from high school, I was up here at Florida State University, um, where I became a a definite seminal. I always was a fan of the Florida State Seminoles, um, only because I lived in Gator Country and I've been a born rebel all of my life. And um, so it was great to come up here and go to school at Florida State where I majored in political science and minored in communications. Um, I also as a part of my journey educationally kind of took a step back and went to TCC to earn my AA degree in uh, with a focus on general studies with political science being the focus, always interested in politics and how it impacts the lives of individuals within the community context. Um, after I finished um, with school, I, I, I did the crazy thing. I got married, started a business, and uh, graduated from college at the same time. (laughs) So that that was crazy. But uh, most importantly, during my journey here in Tallahassee, I came to serve as an AmeriCorps student in the Bond community, which is where I grew to love Southside Tallahassee. The neighbors and the the culture and just the the sheer love and looking out really influenced me as a young adult. I married uh, Tallahassee, I married a local, And um, I'm just a Tallahassee, I'm an adopted Tallahassee. Since then, that husband and I have started a business called Kingdom First Realty, where I was able to take my community service work and really merge it in a real estate context And that's where you can really see where the inequities are within our communities, because we all know that the family's first stop at value in wealth creation is the home. And so when you look at the differentiation of values within community, you can pretty much tell the story of what's going on within that community. So I've really enjoyed merging and, and engaging in issues of affordable housing, issues of trying to help families, Uh, secure the best equity position they can in their purchase of real estate, but also marrying that with a real, uh, very intentional involvement and integration on the community level, specifically within neighborhoods. And I've been a neighborhood advocate, as well as a trainer for neighborhood leadership for the past 10 years.
0: Yeah, well, we're we're thrilled you're here. We're glad you're calling Tallahassee home. You know, you you're running a business. I want to recognize, and you did a super job of calling this out early on, right, I think on October 1st. October is National Women's Small Business Month. So we want to give a heavy nod to all of the women out there that are working so hard to be entrepreneurs and small businesses. And so I'd love to get your perspective on that, um, what you've learned along the way, what opportunities you
1: see that are out there. Absolutely, I celebrate National Women's Small Business Month because not just because I'm a woman, but if you look at the national context, the fastest growing owners of businesses in our nation women who quite frankly look like me. They're African-American women. They're starting up micro enterprises and enterprises and corporations at a record pace. Over 300%, as I said earlier, um, are women of color starting up businesses. Um, and, And the reason why is because they are trying to find opportunities and ways to balance their lives, to balance their family lives, to to get outside of the corporate or outside of the glass ceiling of economic opportunity and create economic opportunity for themselves and their families. And so it's, it's not a surprise, but it's really exciting. Um, the federal government actually has a um, National Women's um, Business Council that we follow very closely that have a lot of resources, a lot of exchanges and forums. And I've been very blessed to be able to learn a great deal about what's happening nationally and also um, encourage what I see happening locally with women in businesses.
0: Well, and I think it's, you know, there's a tremendous opportunity here. There's so much going on and, and there's so many great resources. I know two things come to mind. I know Christina Paredes, leadership at OEV through the Leon Care. Mm-hmm. There is still, we want to plug the grant program that is available. And I know for women and minority owned businesses, uh, there's an mm-hmm. opportunity there for grant dollars during these tough times. And I think also, you know, the information out there that the, the hardest hit during this COVID-19 will be women and minority-owned businesses, especially talking about all the progress that's been made. So, you know, for, for the individuals that are listening, uh, those that have businesses, maybe what advice can you continue to give? You're wonderful at providing resources, but you are living it every day. And, and maybe what would you like to inspire uh, those that are, that are starting a business or that are right in the middle of it, recognizing we still are in this COVID-19 world? And um, you know, any guidance that you could
1: give, I know, would be appreciated. Well, I want to, first of all, encourage businesses like ours is not a micro enterprise. We are a business. We've been in business for 17 years. We also were in business through the worst recession in real estate in history in 2008. Um, and it was it was terrible. But what I know is that there's an other side. Right, and so what I would encourage businesses to do right now is be very intentional about the business that they have. Make sure it is a business. Make sure it's not just something like a like a, a monetized hobby. <laughs> you know, make sure they have a plan to survive. And a lot of that survival is going to be based upon meaningful collaborations. Things that I'm sure the Greater Chamber of Commerce, um, the Greater Tallahassee Chamber of Commerce, and Big Bend Minority Chamber and Capital City Chamber—they're advising people make. Very meaningful collaboration. Also, understand who you are as a business. I know early on what I what I understood is you know, businesses employ people. But you know what, businesses also contract other businesses. So understand the power that you have to create economic stimulus even within your own circles and find those opportunities to be mutually beneficial to each other. And, um, and I just wanna really encourage those who are losing hope, those who have really, you know, have had to close, you know, there's another side, there's another opportunity. Sometimes our greatest successes come from our greatest failures. Find the opportunity that's out there, link up with the business that you know that you can start over with or that you can utilize your skills as an entrepreneur, or as an entrepreneur yourself in partnership. And let's see what, what needs and what solutions the community has and let's galvanize and, and, and create those economic stimulus because we have great power as organizations um, that are in business to really impact community. Um, and the last thing I would encourage you to do is get out there in the streets, and look at your neighbors. The businesses that will survive will be the businesses that have meaningful connection to our neighbors, meaningful connection to the people who live here in Tallahassee. So get out there, get involved with a community organization, get involved with a Neighborhood Association, be very intentional and and be sincere. And I promise you, the community has a way to sustain and to keep you lifted in tough times.
0: Christique, that is is wonderful advice. you obviously have been successful with you and your husband. So maybe let us know a little bit. You didn't want to selfishly promote, but you need to selfishly. promote. Tell us a little bit about Kingdom First Realty and really the where you're seeing your
1: business success and where, where that is for you. Well, Kingdom First Realty is a full-service, independently-owned real estate company. Um, we are located in Southside, Tallahassee. We serve all of Tallahassee, we say from the capital to the coast, but primarily our business is in Tallahassee. Um, and we also have been able to be blessed to have a very um, a very beneficially run property management company that has really been a sustainable um, source of business income for us. But we also provide sales and listing services. We provide consulting, real estate consulting and comprehensive market market analysis for industrial as well as corporate um, organizations. And we also provide community-based consulting for a number of other engagement and um, integrative uh, opportunities for businesses and organizations. And we've had a great um, run of it so far. The work is still yet to be done. There's a lot of opportunity out there in the space. Um, so you have to be diversified. We have been diversified since, since we've started, but it's really been a blessing to be able to sustain the kind of customer we want. Are, our, our customer base is almost 85% referral base, so we hardly get new people that we don't know. <laughs> we're, we're getting yeah. somebody that somebody else knows. But we would love to work with new, new neighbors and partner with initiatives um, in real estate development
0: and innovation. Well, this, you're, you know, your company and your business is a great success, but you've emphasized it, getting involved, connecting. I know that you're involved in the South City Foundation and you're involved in so many meaningful uh, organizations and want to make sure you get a chance to highlight that for us.
1: Well, I uh, I started again back in uh, 1998, being an Americorps student in Southside and Bond, um, really has has made an indelible mark to me in terms of what my responsibility is. So I'm involved. Of course, um, I started out being very involved with Bond community, doing a lot of things with the Smith Williams Service Center Foundation, which is a foundation that serves the Smith Williams Service Center, which is a city-run facility in the Bond community. Also, did a lot of things with Bond Elementary School early on, um, in my service career. I branched out through my work with Kona, um, Council of Neighborhood Associations, which is a almost a 40-year-old organization in Tallahassee that advocates for neighborhoods and um, community groups um, within here to develop consensus. Um, And I've had a great opportunity working with them. My work with Kona has informed much of the work that I've done on the city and county level in regards to um, advisory board participation. I was able to be selected to be one of the youngest members of the Leon County Sales Tax Committee back in 2014. Um, That was a great opportunity to serve and really get a 50-foot view of development for the next, you know, 20, 30 years within our community and really integrate ideas on the ground level of what we want to see in terms of infrastructure investment within the Southside community and other neighborhoods were able to have a conduit through me to um, have a voice at the table. So I really have that has informed much of my um, service. Currently, I serve in in capacities as a consultant with the Appalachian Ridge Neighborhood Association and now with the South City Foundation within the South City neighborhood um, as we try to galvanize and and implement systems of legitimate and authentic engagement to create outcomes and impacts that turns the tide of poverty within the South City community and is a model that we can replicate throughout um, our entire community. So I also work with the Tallahassee Peacemakers which is an Awesome effort of ex-offenders who have taken the um, the uh, the they have come together to be able to address the issues of violence and in communities where basically they were raising hell, now they're trying to raise awareness. Uh, So we're very proud of that effort um, and the the results that effort has has garnered for our community. Um, And that has been uh, sponsored by the uh, All In Initiative through the Leon County Sheriff's Office. We have many partners with that. So just being able to see how this, you know, how, how these lines continue to be grafted in under this great cause of empowering and impacting community. You're finding, I'm finding myself involved with many groups that I wouldn't have been involved in before, but because of the authenticity and sincerity that we all have and the love we all have for Tallahassee and want to see it better, we're working together to bring it to that end.
0: Well, thank you for all that you're doing, all of the energy that it takes and the passion So we're we're at the last quarter of 2020, and as we prepare for 2021 in closing, maybe, um, maybe highlight what you're looking towards in 2021 and where you think opportunities are within either the business realm or from a community realm.
1: Thank you. I think that we have an opportunity because we have a couple of scarcities, right? The first scarcity we have is a housing scarcity. There's not enough affordable housing. Um, really, in some days, it feels like there's not enough housing, but there's definitely not enough affordable housing. So collaborations with trying to meaningfully and purposely create affordable housing opportunities that are outside of the regular box, right, the, the regular kind of approaches that we utilize, really implementing and, and really involving the private sector in that pursuit and making it something that is a public-private partnership. Looking forward to that opportunity. We also have a scarcity of skills in trade and labor. And so how we come together and approach how we cultivate and how we create from home labor and opportunities for economic empowerment from our neighbors, because people are moving here for the work. So that means that the people who are moving here see the opportunity, but why aren't the people who are here Getting access to opportunity. Well, that is something that we need to create infrastructure and we need to be purposeful in, in, in mitigating. So I'm looking forward to figuring out with other groups that are really focused on this, how we how we go about Getting people access to career skill trades because we do have a scarcity, and that scarcity, if it's not cured, is going to, you know, survive. You know, the next 20 years is construction related, infrastructure related. That's opportunity for residents and for neighbors, and we need to figure that out. Um, and in 20, 2021. God please bring a vaccine because we can't continue. <laughs> we cannot continue in this way. Not because not because primarily the economic, but this the social fabric of our of our society. We need to be able to touch one another. We need we need to be able to connect with one another. And and it's not you know, it's not going well on many fronts. And we're going to have to really address some of the mental and trauma community-wide that this particular pandemic has has impacted um, with our children, with our youth. Um, so we have a lot to look look toward in 21, but the ones who bring the solutions are the ones who will be, the future belongs to the ones who bring the solutions and the ones who are productive. Very well said, I, you know, I
0: think, from, a, from our Chamber of Commerce, and I know you mentioned Big Bend Minority Chamber and Capital City Chamber, I mean, our goal is to work together to really elevate a lot of this discussion. And then this chamber we've launched, and you and I talked briefly about this, our talenthub2030.com. And for those that are looking for jobs, and also for those that are listening that are employers, we need every employer to go on and register. It's very easy. You just go to talenthub 2030. And it is serving as a connector with many partners in our community to create a pathway and to create some training programs and to really make sure that everyone has an opportunity for a job and and to be able to support themselves their families and any businesses and employees they have. So we're in this together. Christique, I really appreciate you taking time to be with us. I know I'll be seeing you soon, I hope so as well. And um, thanks to you and, and safety
1: to you and your family. Well, Sue, we really appreciate all the work, all the time, all the effort and all the spirit that you pour into this greater Tallahassee chamber. You are a woman to watch and I celebrate you as a part of National Women's Small Business Month. Thank you for running and sustaining an impactful organization within our community. Thank you, Christy, take care.